0: The Lord this week um, really put uh, the word change uh, on my heart and also the things we feel. Uh, And we preached about that this morning on the radio. Isn't it amazing? Um, Well, not a ama- amazing not may not be the right word, but Dwayne, I wanted to start with a different verse this morning. Right before went on the radio, just a minute or two standing. I thought, well, you know, this is I can start out with this better. And then right when he says, "Let's go," I could not find it anywhere. The one that I wanted, the Lord wouldn't let me start with any other verse but this. This verse, and uh, the Lord hadn't changed uh, uh, the thought that we have tonight. So uh, we're just going to lean on the Lord and uh, and follow His direction. But uh, point I'm making is, um, don't do what I did and think I know more than the Lord. Or th- you know, we always want to help Him out, don't we? You know, He didn't need any help. Uh, but I just I mean, that was just a minute or two, and I thought, this verse would probably start out better. And then, boom, right there, and I could not find it. I looked everywhere, and I, I go, uh, so anyway, uh, I'm uh, going to lean on the Lord, just like I should always do, uh, like we should always do. Um, but in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, But we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Now we know here on earth uh, a change occurs when uh, we're saved. But on the day of redemption when body and soul is united or reunited In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, um, will be changed. Um, 1 Corinthians 15.51 Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Um, and we'll get a body. We don't. John said that. Uh, let's just turn over there and read that. Uh, John said, uh, "Beloved, this is First John three two. Behold. Now let's start with verse two. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when when He shall appear, we shall be like Him." For we shall see Him as He is. Paul said in Philippians um, 3.21, Who shall change, again there's a word change, Who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto His glorious body. So on the day of redemption, when body and soul are, reuni- are united, um, We'll have a body. Again, we don't know what that uh, glorified body is or looks like, uh, but we know that we'll be like Him. Uh, Won't that be wonderful? Amen. But until then, as Paul says in um, um, 823 of Romans, and not only they, but ourselves also, which have the firstfruits of the spirit; even we ourselves, grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, to wit, the redemption of our body. Uh, Paul wrote in Philippians 4:20, 3:20, uh, for our conversation, and that means citizenship. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So those of us that have been saved, we look for the adoption of the sons. We look for that day of redemption. And when we're saved, when we are saved, when we were saved, uh, a change occurred. Um, And we didn't do the change. The Lord is the one that changed us. Uh, it seems like the world today they want to they want to help out the uh, uh, process of salvation, the process of getting to heaven. But God did the changing. God does the changing. We become a new creature. Second Corinthians five seventeen says: Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. The Lord takes out that stony heart, hardened by sin, and puts in a heart of flesh, a heart that can feel the peace that passeth all understanding, that can feel a love that passeth passeth all knowledge. Um. I know you have heard stories, I'm sure, I know I have, where um, uh, someone's seeking the Lord, and they knew something happened, but all of a sudden they realize they're praying for their buddy next to them then. They had been saved. We can't, We it passes knowledge, that love. We know that we have, John said that we know that we've passed from death to life because we love the brethren. We love the lost. We love everyone. It's a love that passeth knowledge. And uh, he said also uh, in um, Ephesians, Paul said in Ephesians, well, let's just read that 3.19. And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. The Lord comes and takes up his abode with us. He comes and lives with us. And we can feel that. We can feel the change. Um, And um, y'all pray for me. What we feel, Paul talked about it several times, the earnest of our inheritance, the earnest of the Spirit. uh, That's what the Lord gives us. That's the earnest. That's the down payment. What we feel. Jesus In um, John 3, chapter 3, when he was talking to Nicodemus, he gave a comparison of what we feel with the wind. And uh, we'll just read a few verses. Now, Nicodemus could not understand when Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Jesus gave him such great answers. Of course, all of his answers are perfect. That which, This is three six. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Plain and simple. And then in verse 8 he says, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth so is everyone that is born of the spirit. Uh, I've heard people say, I don't remember mom and daddy telling me this, but I've heard other people say their parents or someone would say, well, how, how will I know when I lost? I say, well, do you know when you're hungry? Well, you'll fill it. Of course, it's a, it's a, diff, it's a, it's a you know when, um, how will I know when I'm saved? Said, you'll know. You'll know, just like you know when you're full, Uh, you'll feel it. Of course, uh, we're comparing natural things to spiritual things, but you'll feel it. Just like the song says, uh, uh, I don't know the how and I cannot tell you why. I don't know how we feel it. Uh, I know that the Lord does it. Uh, And... uh, we experience a peace that passeth all understanding. In Romans 8.16, um, says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. We feel that. We feel that. Uh, and those of you, I'm sure all of you here have felt the Spirit of God. One thing we don't feel feel anymore is that condemnation, that convicting fear. Now, the Lord places in us uh, a reverent, respectful fear of Him, but that's as far as from east to the west of that condemning, convicting, condemnation fear that we experienced when we were lost also we can feel when we're saved uh, the chastening hand of God when we're lost we didn't feel that that's another of the many blessings even though we don't like it that ensures us of our eternal security Uh, just like it says we don't like it let's turn over there and read that y'all pray for me whom the Lord loveth, let's start with uh, verse 5 of chapter 12. And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Again, that, chast- that, that chastening that's a blessing, even though we don't enjoy it. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? And then in verse 11 Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised or trained thereby Um, so uh, like i said even though we don't enjoy it uh, we can feel that chastening hand Uh, and it's a blessing just like we can feel the peace that comes in our heart we don't feel that convicting condemnation that convicting fear that condemning fear Uh, Because we're changed. We're changed into a new creature. And God comes and takes up his abode with us in our heart. John 14.23 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. And then in Ezekiel, and we said some of this earlier, in Ezekiel thirty six twenty six, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments. And do them. So, those of us that have experienced salvation, uh, we know that something happened, uh, that a change happened, uh, where we passed from uh, a state of spiritual death to a state of spiritual life. Uh, The Lord put that peace. Uh, I know when I was uh, lost, I was expecting thunder and lightning and y'all may have heard me say it before. Uh but when I was seeking the Lord I was afraid to die and go to hell. And when I raised up that fear was gone. Uh and it wasn't what it wasn't what I was expecting, but I knew I wasn't afraid anymore. Now of course the devil come right in and, and told me that that's not what you were expecting. Uh but uh, thanks, uh, thanks be to God, He gave me enough faith uh, uh, to get to uh, trust what He had done. Now, through the years, I've doubted and I treated my salvation horrible, and I've questioned at times. I know Wayne, um, uh, y'all know my twin brother Wayne. Uh, I know uh, uh, I don't know if I ever told him this or not. Um, it was. Um, probably eight or ten years ago maybe longer uh i had i was not close enough to the lord and i don't know if we're ever close enough to the lord but i definitely wasn't close enough and he was helping in a revival uh uh out at day's crossroads and uh uh and it blessed my heart so much and helped me so much i was just questioning things and not really doubts, and y'all have heard me say before, I sincerely doubted my salvation once uh, for about a half a day, uh, and uh, I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, and the Lord showed me I was all right, uh, but I was sort of questioning things, and uh, uh, Wayne made a statement, just like um, in Romans 8.15, um where it says, um, "For for ye have not received the Spirit of bondage again to fear." Wayne made a statement. After I was saved, I never felt that convicting power anymore, and that just blessed my heart uh, that night so much, and that helped me so much. And we, we as God's people, when the Lord's knocking on our heart to testify. Uh, Wayne was preaching that night, but uh, there's no doubt in my mind that the Lord, uh, of course he did, the Lord told Wayne uh, to say that, and the Lord did that, I'm sure for a million other reasons, but one reason was to help me. And uh, uh, there's not a doubt in my mind about that. And uh, um, that's why when the Lord bids us to testify, then we need to get up because you 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 don't know and you may never know who you have helped with your words. Uh, I have told this many times. Uh, I don't know if I have here, but uh, someone said, now the Lord wants to use us. He doesn't need to. He could have made us all robots. Uh, but He wants us to do our part. And... Uh, Daddy said that he had heard that someone uh, was in trouble and they were talking to him and a teardrop fell on the person's hand uh, that they were I think they were talking to trying to get to seek the Lord and that tear fell on the person's hand and that that the Lord used that teardrop to to convict them now you, uh, again uh, if if uh, the Lord's will is going to be done, but it's just amazing how He works through His people. And that's why if the woman, I'm sure that either the Lord told, it may have been a man, a man or a woman, to come and talk to the per, to the lost person. If, if, the, if she hadn't or he hadn't have obeyed them, then that tear wouldn't have dropped on that person's hand. Now maybe the Lord just directed that person just to walk over to them. I'm sure all of us have experienced that. And I'm sure I have. The Lord, uh, just like uh, the Spirit of the Lord fell on Jehazel uh, when um, um, uh, Jehoshaphat was king. And uh, instead of uh, Jehoshaphat telling them what to do, uh, Jehazel was the one, now he was a Levite, uh, but uh, uh, he followed the Lord and told them what they were supposed to do they were supposed to go down the, uh, the children of Mount Seir and the Ammonites and um, I can't remember uh, the other but anyway the Lord said I've got this just stand back and uh, uh, see the salvation of the Lord and basically they just went down and all three of those armies just uh, uh, fought each other with so much confusion that they, that they just destroyed each other. And uh, Israel didn't have to do anything. And Israel was smaller than the rest of them. okay. But because Jehazel stood up and followed the Lord and told them what to do, and then of course Jehoshaphat listened as well, then of course Jehoshaphat uh, Uh, all of them were destroyed. So sometimes all we have to do is just walk over, maybe pat them on the back or tell them to trust the Lord, uh, the Lord loves you, or maybe request a song. Um, I just, every day, I'm just... um, again amazed is a is a is a poor word because we shouldn't be amazed uh, we should have faith and know that the Lord is going to take care of things when we follow his lead when we follow his spirit and we have saved people that's their duty just like uh, brother Benji said uh, talked about the crowds and uh, and and uh, dwindling people say I just don't have the time well, we better find the time because uh, just talk about uh, in Deuteronomy I thought I was about finished in Deuteronomy I still think I am but we'll just talk as long as the Lord wants us to Uh, in Deuteronomy 6-7 talking about teaching the ways of the Lord and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house and when thou walkest by by the way and when thou liest down and when thou risest up. The Lord intended for us to spend or for the children to spend the majority of their time with their parents. Uh, um, and for the parents to teach them about the Lord, whether they're uh, walking in the everyday life, uh, they should see the Lord in us, um, us trusting in the Lord. Well, I just don't have time. Well, we're we're losing them, okay? We, I mean, there's no. There's no figuring it out. You just got to do it. Well, I've I've got this, 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 this. What do you want? Do you want a million dollars? Or do you want your child to be saved? Do you want 500,000? Do you want 12 new boats? Or do you want your grandchildren saved? Again, I don't have any children, but I've got nieces and nephews and cousins that are lost and... Uh, I could be talking to them more. I know I could. I could be a better example to them. Uh, But uh, that's our message. Um, I believe that I I know the Lord. That's all he has. Um, I believe the Lord's finished with me.